Hey, yo, so thank y'all so much whoever clicked on this and is tuning in to listen to, you know, the second episode, I guess the first official episode, the first recording I did was just the intro. This is about, well, this is about what's been going on over the past 72 hours. And this wasn't intended to be my first episode. My first one was going to be a read of capitalism and how destructive it is and how the inherent contradictions of capitalism are um, causing the system to implode at this point. But there's been something that's been going on for the past 72 hours, which is just taking over the internet, basically. And I wanted to kind of weigh in, give a perspective as someone who's been watching it very closely and uh, who's actually found myself to be even more passionate about it. I tried to record the episode yesterday and I had classes and to be honest, I, I took an edible and I got too hot and so I couldn't record it. Uh, I'm back <laughs> now um, and I want to go through this. So today is January 28th. Uh, the point of this is to talk about what's been going on on Robinhood, the game, uh, GameStop stock uh, and Reddit, Wall Street bets, uh, which is a subreddit that I've actually been on for probably like two years now, just lurking there and just talking about what has been going on. Um, who are the characters involved in this? Uh, why is this happening? And then possibly trying to talk about what can happen next. Now, I mentioned today is Thursday, the 28th. I'm going to try to keep this under 30 minutes. All my podcasts are hopefully be less than 30 minutes. I think anything longer than that can just be given a part two. But I, this is done through the work, research that I've done, um, that I've compiled over the past couple of days. And so, yeah, I just wanted to share for anyone who's out of the loop or who wants, you know, uh, my, <laughs> well, I don't know who I am, but my purview on what's been going on. And hopefully this can all kind of square it away and, and get you all to understand why my ideology is the way that it is. So what's going on? Essentially, Reddit is eating the rich. If you're not familiar with Reddit, it is, I think the tagline is the front page of the internet. It's where you go and you can subscribe to any subreddit that you're interested in. If you're interested in fixing cars or 3D printing or climate change or economics, everything is there on Reddit um, at your disposal to like get knowledge. And not only that, but to also have these conversations with other people in an anonymous setting if you want it to be. So that's what Reddit is. And as a kid of the internet age who grew up on message boards and who grew up on AOL chat rooms, like Reddit feels at home to me when I go on the internet. Um, Reddit is currently eating the rich. It has taken a bite out of the rich. Wall Street got too greedy and got caught with their hands in the cookie jar by netizens. I call us citizens of the internet, netizens, specifically people, Redditors who are on the Wall Street bets uh, sub forum. So what happened was Wall Street took out a position. And when I say Wall Street, I get into the characters, but these were um, people who short the stock, stock hedge funds who, that's what they do. They, these particular hedge funds short the stock with every intention of bankrupting GameStop. And in the end, hopefully, maybe we'll see tomorrow, possibly we'll see Monday. There's so much going on. There's so much changes happening as we speak, but hopefully these 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 hedge funds these greedy hedge funds will end up bankrupting themselves and so what's going on is that and I'm going to introduce the characters here but uh the GameStop stock GME I'm going to call it GME cuz that's the ticker symbol was um 
was shorted 140% of its float stock, meaning that these hedge fund managers got greedy and they actually shorted more stock than the company publicly has available. Reddit saw this and pointed it out and squeezed the short sellers. And right now we expect their losses to be about $5 billion. There's been borrowing going on. I'm going to get into that in the next part. Now let me go into who are the characters. On the hedge fund side, there are two names that have consistently popped up, especially over the past week or so. Andrew Left of Citron Research. Now he put out a video on January 21st after he took out a short position on GME, and I'm going to explain what short means in a second. He took he put out this video and basically was trashing GME, saying and trying to and saying this stock is worthless, it's outdated a business model. You know, he was trying to influence it so that he can make money on the way down, and he bet against his stock essentially. Um, at that time on January 21st, it was trading around forty dollars. Um, and was not in a short squeeze, and his his bet was that it was go that it would go down to at least twenty dollars. Now I did a quick Google search, and I couldn't find exactly what his position was, but he claims that he covered his shorts on Tuesday. Reddit is calling BS on that, and they give a really deep technical explanation as to why they call BS on that. But he said he covered his short position uh, at ninety in a ninety dollar price range. I'm also with Reddit where I don't think that's true based on what I've researched. Okay, so that's Andrew Left of Citron Capital. Go and check out his video if you have any interest in seeing like this guy because he is he's clearly hurting. <laughs> like there is pain in his eyes. Um the next one is Melvin Capital. So the fund manager for Melvin Capital is Gabe Plotkin, also took out a short position and also claimed to sh- close out that position. This um, Melvin Capital, they had to borrow almost, I think it was $2.8 billion from Citadel and Point72. These are two other hedge funds that had to throw them a lifeline and infuse them with almost $3 billion so that they could shore up their funds. Um Plotkin says that there's speculation about them going bankrupt and that's false. Okay, we'll see what's going on on Friday, Monday into next week. But it, the, the the way this is working is that they will they they're at a they're on a hook to lose infinite amount of money as long as redditors decide to hold the line hashtag hold the line. Melvin Capital has to pay for has to bar, buy those those stocks back that they shorted. Okay, so that's. Andrew left uh, Melvin Capital. Then you got Reddit and some of Twitter as well, uh, but but Reddit specifically. So you you first of all going on Wall Street bets like you can't go in there with any sensibilities when you start to brown browse this board like for straight up it's the South Park of trading for white boys and their allies with a little bit of money. Um, been on there. <laughs> and so you they use offensive language they call us each other slurs like that's the thing um that's the culture of the message board i'm i'm not i'm withholding judgments right now um and so reddit saw this and there's particularly one person deep fucking value who has what what is the term diamond hands and diamond hands versus paper hands is diamond hands is like you buy a stock and you hold it and you don't get shook if it goes up or if it drastically dips like you hold it like you don't your hands don't palms don't get sweaty diamond hands is that's the terminology used for that and this guy has been on 
Game Game stock stock for at least a year, and I checked his position. I think he just tweeted out he's at like forty five billion dollars right. Sorry, forty five million dollars right now. It's insane. Um, but he saw that he did the technicals. He has all the explanations as to why you know the short sellers um, were being too greedy and why they would have to buy back the stock. Okay. So I'm at about eight minutes. Let me keep going. Oh, one other person I should mention, Elon Musk. <laughs> they call him Papa Musk <laughs> on the Reddit. Um, Elon Musk, he sent out a tweet basically just saying game stonks. <laughs> and that sent the shit into the atmosphere. So because Elon Musk has 43 million people who follow him on Twitter. So it, it gained all the traction it needed at that point. All right. So let's go into why this is happening. What is short selling? Basically, they took out these hedge fund managers, Melvin and uh, Citron. They took out a short position, meaning they borrowed the shares, sold them, bet that the stock would go down, at which time they would buy those shares back, repay it to the original um, holder, and then take the spread. So I found a really good Medium article on this. It says... To explain short selling. So let's say your friend ordered a a brand new iPhone from Apple. You got delivered to his house and you asked to borrow it from him before he could even open it. And then let's say you took your friend's iPhone and went and sold it for $600. We're not using 2020 numbers, not 2021 numbers. But let's say you sold an iPhone, your friend's iPhone for $600, which would be a problem if you found out, right? But what you're going to what you what you now need to do is you sold an iPhone and you need to replace it. You need to start looking to find another one. Now, you could go to big box retailer and buy one for six hundred and fifty bucks, give it back to your friend. But you lose fifty dollars on that transaction. However, if you go on to Craigslist and find someone who's selling it for five fifty, then you can buy it for 550 the one that you sold remember for six hundred dollars give it back to your friend and you pocket the difference you pocket that that fifty dollars this is essentially what short selling is like you're selling something that doesn't belong to you to replace it at a later later date at a later later cost to you and so this is what short selling is Essentially, and this is what these hedge fund managers were going to do, and they were perfectly okay with bankrupting, um, with bankrupting GameStop. And let me see how many people actually work. Forty-five thousand people, full time and part time, could have lost their jobs had this gone through. But of course, they don't give a damn about that because it's all about the profit motive, right? So livelihoods don't matter as long as you make a buck in a capitalist system. All right, so that's what's up. I went through why it's happening. And so, again, um, Reddit saw this and basically said, nah, bitch, know what you won't do. <laughs> and crowd supported it because Reddit is on the other side of that. Because the hedge fund managers had borrowed that stock and sold it, and now they have to pay it back. They have to, they have to return those stocks. They have to purchase it. And not only that, but it's running, they borrowed it on interest. And so at some point, the interest is going to eat them alive as well. Um, yeah, so they have to compete to pay to buy back these shares at whatever the price is that Reddit is offering. So that's why you see the charge when you get on, you know, Twitter or on Reddit and you see the hashtag hold the line. It's because now that these stocks are 
in the demand has increased for them the price therefore is has increased for them and the short sellers are basically asked out because they have to buy these shares back at a higher price these shares that they thought were going to go to zero because they were manipulating and trying to influence the price of the share however when reddit does it then it becomes a problem okay what could happen next so from my research from what i'm reading on friday tomorrow there are monthly and weekly calls that are expiring so calls options are give give the purchaser the option to buy a stock at a certain price and people usually take out call options if they think the price of a stock is going to go out so go, go up so for example if i think the price of apple for example will go up to 500 bucks and you give me and there's an option out there that I can buy it at 300 bucks then I'll do that because I can exercise those call options at $300 and immediately turn around and sell them to the market at $500 so that's how call options work so these monthly and weekly call options expire and shares have to be purchased so the demand and prices are going to potentially skyrocket tomorrow we'll see what happens um what's going on with that and that could hold over into into monday as well where these these options have to be covered and so i'm getting to the 13 i'm doing pretty good i'm getting to the 13 minute mark the other thing i want to say here is that i don't so so yes so and then today i I had classes all day but i will say from what i could tell Retail traders have no can no longer trade like on most of the platforms that we use. So TD Ameritrade has been halted, Robinhood has been halted, Cash App won't let you get to uh, certain stocks. It's crazy. Like I have a uh, fifty bucks that I've put in to Robinhood and Solidarity. I'm a student. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I ain't got it like that. Um, but I put fifty bucks on it in Solidarity because I'm like, yo. This is how you attack the system. You attack it from the inside. You use the knowledge and the rules against the big players. It's the only way that we can even have any kind of semblance of winning for real. Um, I don't want us to lose sight of the big picture. The stock market, in my opinion, in its current form, should not exist. The surplus that all of us are playing around with is what people have generated from their own labor and anyone who's willing to manipulate that then and so yeah anyone who's willing to to manipulate that or participate that needs to understand this system of exploitation that we're all participating in by playing with these this stock capitalism is built and in one of its basic premises is exploitation of people of labor of natural resources that is how you win in the game of capitalism. Like George um, Carlin said, it's a big club and we ain't in it. And so to watch this happen is phenomenal. I will say that. But um, the people who are at GameStop, right? Like who who work at GameStop, they're not. They're making. They make nine to fourteen dollars an hour. Like they're not seeing any any of this. This does not help them at all. And that just shows the disconnect between a company 
and the people who can take advantage of that company. Um, we're not technically investing our time, labor, skills, and resources and efforts into GameStop. Those are the people who go there, open up the store, you know, sell the sell, sell the merchandise, you know, close up. They're the people who actually should be on any end of making any choices as it relates to GameStop because they are personally invested in the company. And I think this tertiary wealth um, level that so many of us are playing in right now needs to, to seriously be reexamined because it is what's causing the inequality in our system um, is that this this detachment from labor and productivity from the people who actually are doing the work, the people who are actually, you know, uh, creating the output, creating the, the, the product and the merchandise and actually putting in the work. Um, and I'm going to get into it during my, my read of capitalism, which I'm researching and hoping to get out maybe this weekend. But we have a really toxic system that we're operating in right now, which is capitalism. And this is just an example of the oligarchs and the elite not wanting anyone else in their sandbox. And even when you use the, the rules that they've written in, against them, then that's when, you know, we have all these regulatory issues being stepped in and, and you have a whole... Uh, you have a whole bunch of institutions, you know, politicians are speaking out about it. it. It's insane how when a little person is trying to wage, to strike back in this class warfare, warfare, I should say, it's insane how the system moves against you. So I don't know if this was, <laughs> it didn't, this didn't come out as clean as I wanted. I had notes here that I went through. Um, but I do hope that everyone understands that this is basically the little guy saying no more, um, and put, putting wall street feet to the fire. They've been taking advantage of us for so long. And it's really messed up that now that basically, uh, what you can call, I guess, activist investors, like this, this level of activism, this swell has come up out of the ground of, you know, Reddit of all places. Like, it's so crazy. I go on Reddit every day and now I'm like seeing it on the news and in tickers and it's uh, almost becoming a household name. And I'm like, Reddit? Really? Um, yeah. So I'm going to end it here. I think I did a pretty decent job. It wasn't polished, but it did give me an idea of how I want to approach the next podcast. I just wanted to get this out because I think this is really important. If you have positions in AMC or SLV or uh, GameStop or BlackBerry or Nokia, I think those are the ones that are Dogecoin is another one. Those are the, those are the few that I've seen that have really been elevated in all in this, this uh, psychological and in class warfare hold the line hold the line um the other thing i love about reddit is just the pure transparency of it all like before you can even critique somebody's post you already got 10 people who've who've you know asked the same question that you were thinking of or who who've weighed in and i think that's the open uh source you know that's the transparency that uh, the Wall Street is, and and especially the head fund managers who play in as shorts, and that's how they earn a living. They're afraid of that because that's not how they operate. They operate in secrecy. They don't want us to know what's going on. And Reddit is the opposite of that. 
So if it aligns with your values the way it does with mine, um, and I'll talk more about it in future episodes, but if you really think that Wall Street has taken advantage of the working class, uh, of the, the class of laborers, um, gosh, is it Adam Smith? I can't remember who, who called us a, a race of laborers. You have the elite and then you have a race of laborers. So if you really think that Wall Street has taken full on advantage of the working class and, and just it is it is a rigged system, just understand that Reddit is hitting back. Wall Street bet is hitting back. And I love to see it, man. Hopefully you love to see it, too. And you'll be willing to at least stand with us in solidarity. All right, I'm going to end it here. I'm going to hopefully get my next episode out soon. Thank you so much for joining. This is helping me because this is helping me flesh out, you know, my podcast approach. And so if you stuck with me for 20 minutes, yo, I I, I love you. I appreciate it so much. And, um, yeah, hit us up. This is Steph Miles with the Palm Collective. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on IG. Check us out. We are social justice and racial justice warriors here based in Washington, D.C., You'll see us out there because we are out there. Peace.